The practice of mindfulness essentially is the practice of remembering for short moments to remain present in the present moment and also to observe that present moment uh, without judgment. You are listening to the Synergy Women podcast, brought to you by women's resilience coach, Nikki Hamilton. Nikki offers expertise in women's health and has an inspiring passion for helping women navigate through grief and life's challenges to help transform and build resilience with grace, courage, and authenticity. Each episode, she will explore an aspect of women's health, offering you insights on ways to build your body, your mind, and your heart health to help you rise up with resilience. In this episode, we will explore mind health for women. As a mindfulness meditation teacher and a Martini facilitator, Nikki loves helping women with their mind health. So welcome everybody. Thanks so much for joining me today for the Synergy Women podcast. What I'll be exploring today is mind health with mindfulness. Now, my name's Nicole Hamilton. I'm a physiotherapist here at Synergy Physio, and I really look forward to sharing this information with you all to benefit your health. I'm a, uh, as I said, a physiotherapist, but I'm also a mindfulness meditation teacher. So I've got some experience in understanding what mindfulness is and also what meditation practice involves. Uh, But for today, what I'd like to explore is just simply the concept of mindfulness and and what it actually means, Uh, because I do uh, have lots of uh, questions that I get asked from my patients about meditation, but also the practice of mindfulness. And they are, uh, for all intensive purposes, uh, two different things. Uh, So we won't be exploring meditation today. We'll just be talking about what mindfulness is. Now, the best way I can explain mindfulness uh, is to give you all a very simple analogy. What I'd like you to do now is just to imagine that you've had a really busy day at work and it's been quite hectic. You've had a lot on and you're already half an hour late for getting home. You leave your workspace and take all your things and walk down to your car and put your keys in the engine and start your drive home. And on the way home, you mentally explore all of the things that have happened in the day that you perhaps wish you could have changed. So conversations that you had or problems that you've got or solutions that you need to come up with uh, with regards to your workspace. And you continue this thought process and then you turn a corner and continue your drive home and As you turn the corner, you realize, oh, look, I'll be home in the next 15 minutes. What am I going to be heading into? So your brain switches gear from exploring what's happened in the day to starting to explore what will happen when you get home. Will the kids be under control? Do I need to go to the supermarket? What's for dinner? You start to mentally forward plan about what will happen. And then you go down a gear and turn on your indicator and pull into your driveway and stop the engine. And... You can't recall a single moment of your drive home. And that's because your brain was occupied by what happened in the day just gone and what's about to happen when you get home. And what you don't want is for that journey home in your car to be reflective of your life. That you've spent almost every single waking moment reflecting or ruminating about what's happened and how you would like to change something or what's going to happen without at least taking some time for presence or awareness of that present moment. 
Can anyone relate to that? That they spend uh, a lot of their time, maybe even when they're driving, uh, thinking about what's happened and what's or what's going to happen. And to the point where you don't even really remember your journey home, you just pull in the driveway and suddenly there you are. This is a very common uh, thing for our brains to flick from the past and then back to the future. And the whole time we're just uh, actively participating in our lives without actually really being present. Uh, so the, pr- the practice of mindfulness essentially is the practice of remembering for short moments to remain present in the present moment and also to observe that present moment uh, without judgment. So how do we do this? It's a, it's a challenging concept really because our minds are really designed to learn from the past and to be able to reflect on the past and I don't think it's actually possible to be 100% present in the current moment at all times. It's it's Our brains are designed to reflect and our brains are also designed to plan. Uh, so if you didn't look forward to the future and start making some creative plans as to what you would like to do or what you'd like to achieve or what you'd like to uh, create, uh, then you would certainly be missing out uh, on some of the concepts that could come forward that help you move forward in your life. So you definitely need the capacity to imagine and create, which creates that uh, visual and um, mental capacity to leap forward without being in the present moment. And you also need the capacity to learn from mistakes or, or um look into the past as well but if you do this consistently without uh, taking moments of presence then you know perhaps you're missing part of your life that uh, you could be enjoying or you could be uh, participating in. So the practice of mindfulness essentially helps us bring our awareness back to the present moment. And how do, how do we do this? Now, of course, there's mindfulness meditation, so those techniques that help train the brain to remain more frequently in the present moment. But there are a couple of uh, key things that I think that can be utilised to be able to bring yourself more frequently to the present moment, because often it's a, a moment of forgetfulness, isn't it, really? So bringing yourself into the present moment, uh, really uh, one of the best ways I think to be able to do that is to utilize your body sensations. So we have uh, all sorts of uh, senses, of course, that we use to create uh, that awareness of the present moment. Uh, One of them is our sensation or our touch. So simply walking on the beach and feeling the sand underneath your feet can really, for a short moment, make you realize, ah, this is where I am, I'm on the beach, this is where I am and it's now, be here now. Or lying on your back on the grass and feeling the grass underneath your skin. Or in a hot shower and feeling the shower on your skin. So sensations of touch can, if you bring your mind to that awareness of the sensation of touch can certainly then remind you, oh, that's right, here I am, present moment, be here now. So sensations is one uh, very short, quick way to bring us to the mindful present moment, uh, which can mean we can uh, participate for a moment in in that present moment without our brain being somewhere else. Other ways of bringing mindfulness into your daily life are through the other senses, so through listening. So have you ever had a conversation 
uh, with someone and you, you really know that they're not really present they're not really listening uh, it might be that they're interrupting and wanting to speak over the top of you or give their opinion too soon uh, or it could be um, that you can detect that they're, they're just umming and ahhing and and saying yes but you know that they're not really there so mindful listening essentially involves being able to participate in a conversation where you listen to somebody uh, without it just being waiting for your turn to speak. Uh, so listening to someone involves simply being present and also not judging what's happening or not um, judging the conversation, uh, labeling it as good or bad or that I have to intervene here. So mindful listening can happen in a conversation. Uh, mindful listening can also happen simply by putting on your favorite music and sitting on the lounge or lying on the floor and just being fully absorbed, fully absorbed in that moment of listening. And I think we've all experienced that, I think, at uh, music concerts when it's, you know, you see a performer on stage and you can hear the music and you can feel uh, the energy of the crowd and it's a real moment of presence uh, that can exist. And I, I always reflect that it's such a shame that so many people get out their phones to record those moments because then they're looking at their phone recording without actually switching off and just really simply being there and really appreciating uh, the present moment for what it is. Uh, so I, it's something I've, I've observed the last few concerts that I've been to, the, the need to record it all. Uh, instead of just enjoying it at the time. So so mindfulness uh, can be, um, we can be reminded of our present moment with mindfulness practices using the senses. Like I said, one of them is touch. So feeling the grass under your feet, feeling a hot shower. Uh, the other one is your senses, your uh, listening senses. So listening to music and listening to conversation, being present uh, at a concert uh, so that's another way to, to gain mindfulness uh, and, and an awareness of the present moment. Uh, your breath is another method. So simply allowing yourself to just pause, let your belly soften and just take three breaths. It's almost like uh, allowing, if you can imagine, a car uh, that's driving. This is a second car analogy I've given. I don't know what's happening today with my car analogies. But if you imagine driving a car, you do you do it. You can't continue to drive endlessly for hours without actually stopping to refuel. So you do have to go down a gear and pull into the petrol station and refuel the car. And taking three or four slow breaths can take your own mind's energy down a few gears and allow it to press pause and allow it to be present for a moment and that just gives you a little refuel. So the breath can be a nice way to anchor yourself in the present moment. Uh, sensations, so to touch, even touching your first and second finger together and having a breath and then just counting through your fingers. So thumb and second finger and then thumb and ring finger and thumb and little finger and just taking four breaths uh, touching each finger will again anchor you in the present moment we've got more synergy women coming up but first let's take a quick break would you like to learn more about mindfulness meditation but you are not sure where to start our online course offers you a step-by-step -step, easy to follow guide to build your mindfulness meditation practice 
It also contains practical tools that you can start using today to reduce your stress, plus some physiotherapy tips for pain management. So the next part about uh, mindfulness, I guess, is then also to be aware that mindfulness involves uh, observing the present moment, but uh, without judgment. It's very quick and easy for our minds to leap to a judgment about a situation without actually really knowing what's happening in a situation. Uh, For example, if you're I'll go with car analogies again. I don't know why I'm doing that today, but this is how it is. Uh, If you can imagine uh, driving along and someone pulls in front of you. Uh, So they pull out of a side street and you nearly have a car accident. Now, our minds are very quick to leap to a judgment that that could be that person's an idiot. How do they not see me? You know, and you can make up a story about, you know, how blind they are to the traffic or how inconsiderate they are. Now, there could be a million other scenarios going on for that person that's pulled out. It could be that their child in the back of the car is dangerously ill and they're trying to get them to the doctor. It could be that that person in the car is really tired because they've actually been in a hospital all night looking after their sick parents. Uh, It could be, so there, there could be a million scenarios that have created that moment and mindfulness presence is uh, having the capacity to be aware of what's happened yes a car has pulled out of me and luckily I was aware enough to put on the brakes and nothing's happened but then not to create a story around that just to observe it as an observation objectively of what's happened without a long story about what you perceive uh, could have created that moment So uh, mindfulness awareness is, in essence, being aware of the present moment and being aware of the objective of what's happening, the objective observation, uh, without creating uh, a lot of different stories and scenarios in your mind about uh, what you think is going on, because for every story that you create, there's a million other stories that are uh, equally valid and perhaps opposite of what you're thinking. So that's uh, understanding what mindfulness is. So mindfulness is being able to be for short moments in the present moment. Now we can't live there all the time. Learning ways to try and remember to be in the present moment. So that could be uh, feeling the shower on your skin or touching your fingertips together or having a slow breath into the belly or simply listening to somebody or simply, simply listening to some music, being aware of where you are. Uh, And then the second part of mindfulness, like I said, is learning to be present, but without leaping to judgments and stories. Uh, It's observing the present moment with some uh, objective uh, uh, witnessing uh, or observation without falling into lopsided judgment. So how does uh, mindfulness uh, improve your mind health? Well, well, for firstly, uh, the the, the simple effort or the simple... um, observation of what's happening around you in that present moment without falling into lopsided judgments or opinions and stories is a great way of balancing the brain. I mean, how often have we ruminated on a conversation that we've had, what we should have said, what they said, and we make up a story about how inconsiderate someone might be. You know, we can can waste a lot of our brain's energy on creating stories that aren't necessarily real, which then deflects us or steers us away from our purpose of what we're we're here for. So it could be that you're 
purpose for today is to enjoy and spend time with your family. And instead of doing that, you're considering the conversation that you've just had with your aunt and making up a whole lot of stories around that conversation that may or may not be true. So bringing mindfulness presence into your life and practicing that means you get the chance to practice being non-judgmental which frees up some brain noise. I mean, how noisy is it in our brains? It frees up some brain noise, which allows you to focus more clearly on what it is that you want to be doing, what it is that you want to be creating, what it is that you need to be experiencing without the distractions or without the lopsided opinions or without the, like I said, the mind noise. Now, this doesn't happen readily or easily, but certainly practicing mindfulness and it is a practice you have to continue practicing it like like going to the gym it's not something you do once and then conquer practicing mindfulness involves if you can short moments of remembering the present moment without judgment and that practice eventually creates great habits for your brain which frees up your brain for the things that you want to be doing in your life and also steers your ship so you're less reactive so when a car pulls out in front of you you aren't instantly leaping on the horn and and creating a whole lot of angry cascades that then color the rest of your day that you can simply accept what's happened and move forward without uh, it then rolling out and affecting every thought, action and behavior that comes your way for the rest of your day. So the practice of mindfulness is excellent for your mind health. Uh, And like I said, there are many ways of practicing this. And one of them is mindfulness meditation, which we will explore in another uh, podcast. But for the moment, I would uh, simply like to share the three things or the three key tips I think that you can create in your own life to just build on a little bit of mindfulness practice. The first key tip is to consider regular refuel pause. So what that means is simply taking three slow breaths into the belly. Now that could be Uh, in the middle of your day it could be at set times it could be after lunch I think creating habits it's great to have a set time so I have a mindfulness meditation practice every morning and I just know that in the morning like brushing my teeth that's the time that I do it and once I fall into that habit then it's a habit that I maintain Uh, so you might like to say to yourself okay every morning when I have a cup of tea I'll enjoy that tea and take three slow belly breaths just to anchor me in the present moment And I'm going to try and do that three times a day. I'll do that at lunch and then perhaps just before bed. So the first key tip, regular pause and refuel with three slow breaths. That's a nice easy thing that you can create to uh, bring some mindfulness presence uh, and that practice of mindfulness into your life. Uh, The second key tip uh, that I would like to share, I think, is to, if you can, even if it's a few times a week, use regular moments throughout the week to utilize your sensations to bring yourself to the present moment. Now, everybody's got uh, different favorites. Uh, Mine is a hot shower. So I just take an extra 10 seconds in the shower, an extra 20 seconds in the shower, just to really appreciate and uh, observe the feeling of the water. Now, for other people, uh, the sensations that they prefer might be sound. So if you're a musician or if you love music, it it could be that, okay, do you know what? I'm just going to put on one song and I'm not going to cook and plan my tomorrow while I'm listening to that music. I'm not going to be washing the dishes thinking about breakfast. I'm not going to be eating dinner thinking about washing the dishes. (laughs) I'm actually going to put on music and just really appreciate 
that music. So um, everyone's got different favorites. So music, listening, auditory, uh, touch sensations, uh, watching and observing the sunset or the sunrise. Uh, these are all different ways to anchor you in the present moment so that you can enjoy the present moment and appreciate it for what it is um, without constantly running your life with your brain, either in the past or the future. Uh, the last key tip, so the first key tip was regular refuel. The next key tip was to see if you can throughout your life or throughout your week utilize three or four minutes of sensations to bring yourself into the present moment. The last uh, key tip is to see if you can practice observing without judgment, which means you can watch what's happening with your children or watch your conversation with your family or watch what's happening around you uh, in your life or in your workspace and see if you can not make up stories about what you think is going on and just observe what's happening uh, with some objectivity. So they're the three key tips that I'd like to share with you about mindfulness practice. Uh, I hope you've all uh, understood and appreciate uh, some of what I've shared today as far as mindfulness is concerned and have a little bit more of an understanding of what mindfulness is. It certainly uh, brings a calming uh, effect to the brain and helps uh, reduce that reactive uh, kind of behavior and reactive actions uh, and words that can happen uh, if you do have this as a regular practice in your life. Uh, so I really uh, hope that this has helped you all and thanks very much for joining me. Again, my name's Nicole Hamilton. I'm a physiotherapist. You can find out more about mindfulness and mindfulness meditation on our shop page. Uh, and I hope that what I've shared has uh, brought something to your mind health this week. If you like what you've heard, it'd be great if you could rate and review this podcast from wherever you are listening. And don't forget to click subscribe so you'll be notified when we release our next episode.